Hello again, friends and fellow truth seekers. Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast, where my goal is to help you break out of old paradigms, ask the right questions in your search for a deeper meaning for your life, and help you shift from a spiritual skeptic to a free thinker. Let's dive in with today's adventure. All right. Today I want to talk about something called vision boards and more specifically how vision boards relate to manifesting. I've spoken before about manifesting and it's a concept that I'm excited about and it's all part of this whole spiritual growth thing that I'm going through right now and the awakening and unleashing process. But manifesting is, is something that's tied very closely to knowing what you want and being able to visualize what you want. So vision boards are important. And just recently, there's been a couple instances where I've come across folks who are building vision boards, and it got me to thinking about the times I've done the same thing. So the first thing I want to talk about was different types of vision boards, and then how that those types relate to specifically to the, the five principles of manifesting. There's basically, in my humble opinion, three types of vision boards, those with pictures, those with motivational sayings, and something I'll talk about in a minute called the three most important questions. In terms of pictures, I came across this concept many years ago, like like many of you did. Uh, maybe not maybe not back in the 80s like I did, but I was reading a book called Think and Grow Rich. And in that book, Napoleon Hill talks about the, the, the importance of having something like a vision board. And we put together, we being my family, put together a number of pictures of places we wanted to go, homes we hoped to have, uh, RVs, different types of experiences, trips you want to take. That's another important thing that as you build a vision board is that you involve your family, you involve your children. It was great to get the children involved and excited about doing specific things and your wife or your spouse or your significant other, whoever it is that you, that's part of your life, it's also important because you're going to sacrifice together to get those things that you put on the vision board. So that's the first type mainly pictures. And, and I, throughout the years, I've updated, of course, and some things happened, some things did not. I wasn't practicing the concept of manifesting at the time. I was just trying to put things up there that would make me work harder. The second type of vision board are motivational sayings. And I've seen a lot of folks with these type of boards. And it's things like, uh, the only thing worse than starting something and failing is not starting it at all or nothing is particularly hard if you break it down into small jobs, or never stop believing in yourself, or never give up, and all those kind of sayings that go on a board, and that's certainly also motivational. And the third type is this thing I mentioned called the three most important questions. There is a video about this. I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes, but it's by a gentleman named Vishen Lakani. He has a company called Mind Valley, and I'm not, a, I'm not a spokesman for Mind Valley by any stretch of the imagination. But I have taken courses through Mind Valley, and that's where I came across the three most important questions. And this concept breaks down what it is you want into three columns. One is experiences, one is growth, and the third column is contributions. And so experiences, I'm just going to look at my own chart that I have here. Experiences, for example, that I'd like to have, uh, I'd like to do a cross-country trip with our grandchildren in an RV. I'd like to go on a Rhine River cruise with my wife. Uh, I'd like to, to visit countries that we've been to before, but I'd, lo I'd love to go back to Israel and, and Greece and southern France and Ireland and Scotland. I'd like to spend more time in my new career versus my old career 
I'd like to play the guitar better. I'd like to uh, spend a couple months in wintertime in Florida in the villages, a uh, different type of truck. I'd like to upgrade my motorcycle, uh, different types of cameras. Uh, one cool experience I want, really want, want to do is ride the Amtrak California Zephyr from Chicago to San Francisco. We had a friend that did that. He said that was awesome. So those are just different kinds of experiences that I've been through that, uh, or that I've been through that I want to go through. Second column is growth. So in growth, there are things like learn to understand the book publishing process better, learn to become a better podcaster, hire a personal coach, take guitar lessons online, further develop my meditation abilities, uh, develop my mental and spiritual abilities, take through more courses through Mind Valley, uh, visit more mediums, take golf lessons, which I really need, take uh, motorcycle lessons. Uh, continue to stay motivated in terms of working out in physical fitness. Those are the growth type experience, growth type things that I, that I want to go through. And then finally, contributions. I want to publish my book. I want to speak on the book. I'd like to help other people uh, develop and, and grow spiritually. I'd like to, to be involved in the, uh, the teaching and the growth as much as I can in, in my grandchildren's lives. I'd like to, uh, teach wherever it is that I am. I'm also involved in Freemasonry, so I'd like to be more involved and more of a teacher in that aspect. So those are the growth, I'm sorry, experiences, growth, and contribution columns I have on the three most important questions. This chart, it's eight and a half by 11 on you know, cardboard. Uh, this chart and my, my pictures chart are what motivate me. Now, that gets back to the whole concept of why we even do vision boards, but this ties clearly into manifesting. There's basically three purposes. We have vision boards. One is to spur us into action. Two is to remind us of why we're doing what we're doing and why we're making the sacrifices we're doing. And three, and this sounds silly almost, but three is to clarify what it is that we want. Because many of us don't know. We want to be happy. We want to be wealthy. I always want to be rich and good looking, but we, we, we have specific things we want to do, but we don't really spend a lot of time developing and thinking specifically about what they are. So that's the purpose and the benefit of having a, the vision board and, the, and the, in my case, the three most important questions sheet. So let me talk about manifesting and, and the five processes of manifesting and how it ties back. I'm going to read the five, quest, the five points here and then we'll talk about them just briefly. One is follow your passion. Two is take action, following your passion. Take action as far as you can go. The third is to act when you're acting on your passions, but act with zero insistence on what the outcome should be. Four is always stay positive. And five is to investigate your belief systems and see how they might be holding you back. So in terms of following your passions, that's pretty simple obviously but many of us don't have the courage or the time and will not take the risk to do that i mean it's easy for me to say that right but in my case you know now that i've spent a lifetime not following my passion <laughs> and building my my uh, you know doing a separate career that i've had but it was not necessarily my passion it was because i was following what i was always told to do you know get a good job get a good education first then get a good job and uh, especially when I was in the military, my, my, my goal simply was to, to be a good, uh, a good military officer. But now that, I'm, now that I'm 
going through this spiritual awakening thing, I understand more about what passions are and, and, and taking the risk to follow those. And that's what I'm doing with this podcast. So follow your passions. Second thing is take action as far as you can go on your passion. So another thing I'm doing is writing a book, and, and that kind of applies to step two here. Eventually, in writing the book, for me anyway, and a lot of people that I know that are authors, you get to the point where it's difficult to keep going. It's difficult to finish. It's difficult to, to get to the editing process. It's difficult to publish. And so your passion wanes in terms of that specific goal. And what this step process is, is great. Then you, then you follow, you do what else you need to do. So maybe it's spend some time on photography or spend some time on music or spend some time taking a walk or going out to dinner with friends or, or taking a nap. Whatever your passion is, go with it at that time. And then all the synchronicities and, and the magic and the chance and luck and everything the universe that puts together brings you back to what, what your initial passion was or helps you finish what your initial passion was. Maybe having dinner with your friends spurs an idea about your book or you talk to them about your book and you get excited all over again. So that's step two. Follow your passions as far as you can go and then take a different route, but always sticking with your passion. Number three is have zero insistence on the outcome. And man, this ties directly back to the vision board. And it's kind of a balance for me. And sometimes I don't even understand how this is supposed to work. But you don't want to be tied to a specific thing. So on my board, for example, I've got this beautiful picture of a Ford F-150 pickup with a crew cab, and it's got a specific detail package on it, and it's blue, and it's got a trailer hitch and specific kind of covering on the back, and all these things that I specified because I want to be specific in terms of of what it is I want, but. I'm not insistent on that outcome. I always say that I, I would like to get that thing or better. You know, would I be upset if I got a, uh, a Ford, uh, a fancier Ford truck? No. So the, the tricky part is you want to be specific because you want to know what you want, but you don't want to be tied specifically to the outcome. You know, do I need to have a, a specific home on a specific street in, say, Ocean City, New Jersey? No. Uh, would I be happy with a home at the, at the beach someplace, uh, either Ocean City or better? Yes. So that's the point about not being tied specifically to the outcome. The same with, with, with podcasting. You know, am I tied to a specific number of people that are downloading or listening to this? No, I'm, I'm just tied to the fact that I want to do the best I can in terms of getting my message out as part of this podcast. Um, the fourth thing is always stay positive. This is kind of funny because... Life obviously is not does not always go the way that you want it to go. And if, if I was unable to find the positive aspects of life in the past couple of years, I, I would have been a complete mess. I probably would have, I don't know what I would have done, but I would, I would have given up, right? But I, I want to, I always look for the positive parts of what, what are involved in each experience. And just as a recent example, I've mentioned in an earlier podcast about this roommate my wife has who was just uh, not a, a very happy lady. And every day before I go in to visit my wife, I do the, the thing where uh, my, I set my intentions for what, what's going to happen that day. And I, I always say every morning, no matter where I'm going, no matter what I'm doing, my dominant intention today is to see the things I want to see. And generally that's been terrific and worked out well. 
but this lady has not been <laughs> has not been part of that whole vision and but what's happened out of that honestly is people have come to the room people have introduced themselves people have been super nice and to my wife and to me and i'm not sure that that would have been the case had we just been another uh, another person on the floor and not had any kind of problems or initial issues with with that lady so out of that experience has come just a lot of compassion and good vibes, if you will, from the, from the folks that are in the hospital. So that's what I look for in terms of a positive experience coming out of this. And there have been a whole bunch of different positive things that have come out of my whole, the whole experience with my wife and uh, her experience in the hospital. And then the last thing, step five, is investigate your belief systems and just check and make sure that, that uh, the things that you have been taught as you grew up, things that I've been taught, you know, as part of my my religious upbringing are not inhibiting me in terms of of accepting accepting this. Like for example, I'm not sure that that uh, the whole concept of manifesting is is anything that I would have been taught in Catholic school. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't. So so you know we were taught to pray and we were taught to uh, you know I think Protestants think the Catholics are a little bit off the wall sometimes because we pray to to saints. Or we ask for the intercession of saints versus going directly to the man, but uh, it's 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 just I think that there are sometimes that I've definitely been inhibited by my, my belief systems growing up, and now that I'm examining those as part of the soul unleash process, I do find that I need to look beyond some of the things I've been taught and to accept things like manifesting. So that's that's the concept of what I want to talk about this week or the, today anyway, and uh, just discuss vision boards. And which are great, and how they relate specifically to the concept of manifesting. And again, if you have any anything that you want to add or uh, send to me about your experiences of manifesting in particular, I'd be interested in hearing. My email is simply mike at mikenicholas.com. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Well, that wraps up things for today. Can you do me a favor? Can you hit the subscribe button wherever you download this podcast? That way you'll never miss an episode. And even more importantly, can you leave a review? On most phones, you just need to scroll down below the episodes and you'll see the review options there. Both things will help other seekers such as yourself find this podcast more easily. And that's what I'm looking for. More awesome people like you. And thank you until next time. Bye-bye.